We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, America, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Yeah, I just went out there and did what Swaggy P do. <laughs> Teammates played great, and we uh, came out with the victory, you know? I'm just trying to really get my, my NBA 2K rating up. You know, it's 12.02 right now. If they want to fire me at 12.05, I'll go home and find something to do. I'll have a good day. Welcome to the award-winning Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast, sponsored by BetMGM. It's Friday, February 12th, 2021. Alex Barutha here, Shannon McEwen, and Ken K. Train Kreitz on the call. All aboard! This podcast is available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and now YouTube. We would appreciate a nice review. Today's show is a special Harvey Grant edition yeah, uh, of the waiver wire. If you want me to explain what that is, Ken. Well, I'm wearing my 30-year-old early 90s bullets gear with the Bernard King lid and the ratty old t-shirt to celebrate the Harvey Grant waiver wire edition. Harvey Grant, two years of 18 points a game for the woeful bullet squad that just really had no one else on the roster. Proof that someone on really terrible teams, like those early 90 bullet squads, someone has to score, and there is value on terrible teams, uh, generally with lesser-known names. So we're going to look at losing teams 
for our waiver wire ads today. But first, we will do the news. So Anthony Davis, uh, he is questionable for tonight's game against Memphis. There's kind of some big news here. He's missed two straight games with Achilles tendinosis. Uh, and then, so what tendinosis is, it's a chronic condition involving the deterioration of collagen, which is a structural protein in a tendon caused by chronic overuse of a tendon. Not too surprising for, you know, high-level athletes, obviously. Um, through 21 games, Anthony Davis... podcast hosts. I'm pretty sure one of us has <laughs> tendinosis somewhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, people who have to write John Conchar injury updates every day. Ah! ah! <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, if you have AD on your team or you've been paying close attention, you know his scoring, boards, blocks, threes are all down. Free throw shooting's down. Uh, he's 17th in nine cat leagues per game. Uh, Shannon, how worried should we be about Anthony Davis? Uh, I, you know, just slightly worried. Yeah. I I believe if you, if you drafted Anthony Davis, you aren't, you know, you probably weren't too worried about the injury aspect of it just because it's a known quantity. Um, for the most part, he's been healthy. You know, he's played in 21 games so far this year. The minutes have been down a little bit from last year. Uh, I, I, there's nothing you can do, really. Right. I mean, that's that's the one bad part. The, the, the only option is to trade him, right? You can't drop him. Um, he, he's far too valuable for that. So if you are worried, I mean, it's certainly worth shopping him around. Maybe maybe you're able to get a guy who you, you value in a similar range, I don't know. Is is Bam Adebayo enough for for eighty percent of Anthony Davis? It's it's tough to say. Um, we know Anthony Davis is a top five guy when he's one hundred percent. So you know, it's just can you get enough in return if you're that worried? It's worth shopping him around, but that's about all you can do. Well, how do you feel about the reverse, Shannon? You know, of uh, lowballing some owners that do have him. I mean, he's missed five games. That's not uh, nothing to shrug off. Uh, and he has an injury history uh, back in his Pelican days. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, maybe now's the time to try lowball and whoever does own him. Yeah, absolutely. I think if you have the, the depth on your roster and you can withstand Anthony Davis, you know, sitting 20% of the games, then, then yes, it's absolutely worth lowballing, uh, sending lowball offers out. Yeah, or if you need to take a risk, if you're kind of in the yeah. lower half of your league, uh, that works too. Uh, let's move on to the Celtics, Ken. Yeah, Semi Ojale, Shemi Ojale, I should say, and Peyton Pritchard each hit six three-pointers in last night's 120-106 win over Toronto. It was the first time in Celtic history the two Celtics have drained six three-pointers in a game. Really, this is all about Toronto double-teaming Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Brown had a career-high 10 assists. Tatum had nine dimes. Uh, Those two also missed 19 shots. But the corners were wide open for Ojale and Pritchard. Uh, Side note, Tim Bontemps on ESPN this morning, his headline was, quote, Peyton Pritchard is the most important player you've never heard of on an NBA contender. Pritchard, the rookie, shooting 46.9% from three. Nothing to smirk at. Fellas, will Jeff Teague be on this roster after the trade deadline? Well, I was checking his salary. It's only two and a half million, right? He's basically he's basically at the vet minimum. Um, 
I almost feel like they keep him because he's so cheap. And, <laughs> you know, in case, as weird as this is to say, and kind of the reverse of what we thought would happen, if Pritchard gets hurt, uh, at least they have Jeff Teague. So <laughs> I, I feel like they keep him. Uh, what do you um, think, Shannon? Yeah, I, I, I would say he's probably going to be on the roster still because what team's going to trade for him? I, I don't feel like he really has, Jeff Teague has trade value at this point. Um, you know, if the, if the Celtics are trading to add to their roster, they're probably going to tap into the Carson Edwards, you know, uh, what are some of these other young guys, uh, Aaron Naismith, those, those are the players that they would be moving away, not necessarily Jeff Teague, unless the salary is just needed for, for whatever reason. I think it's more like if they do, if they move picks instead of players, they just cut Teague afterwards if they add a body. But uh, fantasy-wise, frankly, a trivial question. Do not have Jeff Teague on any of your squads. I don't see any upside there. Got the DNP coach's decision last night. Um but fun to speculate. Fun to yeah. speculate. I, I'm Alex, willing to, oh. I will eat crow on Pritchard. Uh, PP, little PP, as I That's like PP, baby. Little Rabbit PP. P. L- little PP. Uh, <laughs> little PP, he is uh, much better Fast than I P. thought he would be. Yeah, much better than I thought he'd be. I still enjoy the laughter I got when the Celtics selected him. Um, will be one of my favorite. 26 pick. Yeah, I mean, how, how could you, criti- frankly, how could you criticize any team's 26th pick? That's a crapshoot at that point in the draft. And really, it's the Naismith. It's the Neesmith pick that's looking pretty bad right now. You know, he's a sure. pretty darn young. They're going to give him plenty of time. You were talking about who would sell this, get rid of Carson Edwards. It's probably as much on the hot seat to get dumped if they need a roster spot as than Jeff's Jeff Teague. If just if an algorithm were to spit out, if it's the Boston Celtics pick and al- algorithm spits out a random pitcher of a basketball player. <laughs> That they're going to select. It's going to be little PP. Tommy so Heinsohn. Tommy yeah. Heinsohn at fast PP smoking a, a cig in the back alley. <laughs> That's why he cracked me up. And, but he's been he's been solid. He's been really solid. So, you know, it's I don't think he's on many fantasy radars yet. You know, Marcus Smart is out, which is one of the reasons why he got a little bit more run last night. I'm not, you know, if I'm in a deep enough league or a dynasty league, I think he's worth he's worth a look. But, you know, most standard 12, 10 team leagues, uh, he's not even sniffing that yet. Uh, Tyler Hero last night was a late scratch, uh, ended up in the league's health and safety protocols. It wasn't the first time this season that Hero has been in those protocols. It's not clear if he tested positive or the absence is related to contact tracing. I assume that information will come out either today or tomorrow. Um, this should probably open up more time for Gabe Vincent, but Ken, it could just be a situation where we see Kendrick Nunn emerge again. Yeah, we've discussed Nunn as a free agent option on past pods. He's only rostered in 40% of Yahoo leagues in uh, a bit less in ESPN. You know, Nunn's a guy who during the regular season uh, produced very well, uh, eating regular minutes. Uh, you know, they didn't play him in the bubble playoffs for a couple of reasons. But uh, for this Heat team, it's had so many injuries and Dragic is in and out as well. Uh, none should be seeing, uh, especially none should be seeing some decent minutes, especially if Hero's healthy health and safety protocol stuff, you know, cost him a week or two. Yeah, Hero's yeah. late. Agreed. Agreed on all that, Ken. Hero's late scratch caused a bit of an uproar in the DFS community last night. Um, where it's possible 
We'll see if these DFS sites are going to issue a refund for anyone who had Hero in their lineup. Uh, there's really nothing you can do about it. You know, unfortunately, sometimes the news breaks too late. Even uh, Spolstra came out and said he didn't know until like 17 seconds before um, they were basically well, walked out to get ready for the game. In some it's, cases, it's like Durant getting pulled in the first half, you know, yeah, already playing, so, right? I mean, yeah, the tests I, and, come and, in when the tests come in. And that's why I view it. I view it more as a, you know, a, an early game injury, same type of scenario. Like if you had if you had Mason in your lineup last night and he got you a zero, should you get yeah. a refund for your DFS lineup? I don't, I don't think so. And, it, you know, it's not the beat writer's fault. It's not really anyone's fault. It's just those are the breaks. Especially yeah, that, this season. Yeah, especially yeah, this season. We've seen the NBA move uh, start times back a lot this season. I think that's part of the reason why. Yesterday, a bunch of start times got moved back for the upcoming week by like one or two hours. And I think a lot of that is pregame testing to avoid stuff like we saw uh, Thursday night. Uh, one last news item uh, for us, Ken. Yeah, D'Angelo Russell uh, did not travel with Minnesota for their two-game road trip, so he will not play tonight or Sunday. You know, he was forced to leave Monday's game early with left leg soreness, and he missed Wednesday's game. So we'll probably see a lot of Ricky Rubio uh, in the starting lineup for your Minnesota Timberwolves, who at least have Carl Anthony Towns back. Yeah, Russell has missed a lot of time this season. Um, you know, if you have him on your fantasy roster, it's not – horrible compared to probably what you were expecting, but the missed time is, is really starting to add up for him. It's been bad. I incorrectly went a little in on Russell this year on a few of my squads because I thought I thought they might uh, he might play a lot of shooting guard, and Rubio would set him up nicely. You know, Booker had his best field goal percentage of his career with Rubio at the point. He's hoping for a little of that magic to rub off on Russell, and I was completely wrong. Yeah, Rubio's been pretty flat, uh, basically like 21 fantasy points with uh, Russell, 22 and a half without. Um, same with Malik Beasley. He's like 31 and, thir- 31 and a half, 33. Um, really one of the bigger jumps. Some of the other guys don't really factor in. Like like Jake Lehman, that doesn't count. That that That's due to early season rotations. Nas Reed is the biggest jump, 14-point jump in fantasy points with Russell out. But that is primarily pre cat back yes exactly that that meshes with cat's absence so the guy i'm looking at would be anthony edwards um he's up eight points eight fantasy points per game uh when russell's out uh he has been starting for the timberwolves uh i think like eight or nine straight games but he's coming off you know the one the one outing that i'm looking at is is cat's return you know we had Edwards go. He was chucking up 19, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 shots per game. And then Cat returns. Edwards still gets the 30 minutes. Russell is out, but he only takes nine field goal attempts. So I'm not, he's not an immediate DFS option for me, uh, but he is, he is somebody who you can consider for tonight's slate. The Rotowire NBA podcast is brought to you by BetMGM. Sports bettors know that magic happens when you turn a hunch into action and apply the right amount of expertise. That is why BetMGM has teamed up with Rotowire to offer new BetMGM customers a free six-month Rotowire subscription when you place your first bet. Register on the BetMGM app or website 
and use promo code ROTO, that's ROTO, R-O-T-O, to claim your free subscription. Once you make your first sports wager, you'll receive a season's length of RotoWire's unmatched sports insights. Find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks by signing up and placing your first bet today. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Nevada, Tennessee, and West Virginia only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado and Nevada. And 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey and West Virginia. In Tennessee, call or text the red line at 800-889-9789. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Okay, let's move on to our special Harvey Grant edition of the waiver wire uh, section of the podcast. So uh, like Ken alluded to, the catch here is you have to pick players from a losing team. Um, And there are some surprising losing teams this year. So I think we've gotten more leeway this year uh, than we have in past years. But someone gets to score on these bad teams. Uh, And (laughs) my first one, sorry, Shannon, this is Josh Jackson from Detroit. Uh, His minutes and usage are way up lately, averaging 32 fantasy points across the past five games, 18 points, six rebounds, three assists, two and a half threes, two stocks. We saw him early in the year kind of pop off. And then (laughs) later on, uh, he just like, you know, basically before this recent stretch, he was not doing anything at all. And now he's kind of back. Um, a lot of those Derrick Rose shots got to go to somebody too, right? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, Derrick Rose is gone. I, Dennis Smith Jr. I don't think played that much, but he's definitely not as much of a shot taker as Rose is. Um, and he's still going to kind of be working his way. He's basically still working his way back into the NBA at this point. Yeah, no, I, I, I like Jackson as a pickup. Um, he's been solid. You know, I think one of one of my instant uh, observations from early season Pistons game uh, on the show was that Jackson was essentially the best player on the floor uh, for the team. Uh, that, that was one of the games Jeremy Grant was off. Uh, he, he did not look good. But Jackson's been solid. Um, and I feel like his shot's a lot better than it was in the past, early, especially early in his career. Um, so he does have some skill. He has skills to bring to the table. You know, this is... A, a former top five lottery pick um, not that long ago either. He's still young, uh, age 23 season. So I, I like him as a fantasy option. Um, you know, earlier in his year, in his season, like I mentioned, he struggled with his shot. He's hitting three-pointers now. Not at, not at necessarily a great clip, just under 32%, but he's hitting more of them, uh, you know, and he's taking almost five attempts per game. Um, I mean, they've got every reason to develop him, right? I mean, who... who- when they give him minutes, who else on the Pistons roster are you concerned isn't seeing time because they're developing Jackson? Got to be like Spima High Luke, right? It's about yeah, it. I mean, there's there's like three or four players that really matter as far as the development of the Pistons go. As a Pistons fan, it's Killing Hayes who's out. We don't know when he's going to return. Yeah. Uh, sure. Sadiq Bay and Bay's look good in spots. Yeah. I like I like Bay's right. future. Uh, and then D- Dumbuya, uh, Seku. I, 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 you know, Isaiah Stewart had a had a nice spot start last night. Um, yeah. 
I'm not that high up on him as a prospect, though. He's just too he's too old school. You know, he's like an Al Jefferson type, which I just don't feel like fits with today's NBA. Um, but it's it's possible that, that I guess you can add him to the mix. So so really, you know, DeJuan. Right? Grooming Dennis Stewart Dennis to be Smith. the next Jaheel Okafor. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say Greg. I was going to say Greg Monroe. (laughs) Even the big ticket free agent signings like Jeremy Grant, Mason Plumlee, those guys just don't move the needle for me. And I don't, they're not the long-term answer for this team. So I think developing a guy like Josh Jackson, who is still young, um, is worth their time and effort. All right. And there's our Detroit Pistons segment of the show. Uh, Shannon, why don't you take us to OKC for someone you like? Yeah, HD Hamadou Diallo has been absolutely on fire. Uh, he is in and out of the starting lineup, but he started four of the past five games. Uh, SGA has missed time during that stretch. Uh, but HD is averaging 16.4 points, 8.2 rebounds, 4.2 assists, 1.2 steals, and eh, not many three-pointers, but that's okay. Solid, solid percentages, uh, 46 and 74. Um, you know, he's been really good. Basically 35, 36 fantasy points over that five game stretch. Uh, he's, I, I, they need shooting. Risk. They need shooting. They need buckets. Yes. And HD yeah. is probably the highest upside guy for that on, the, on this depth chart right now. He's available in 50% of Yahoo leagues, uh, 65% of ESPN leagues. I just feel like there's upside there. There's potential. I know once once the team gets healthy, once SGA returns, um, and some of the other options that are out right now, like George Hill, uh, Maladon, it's possible that Diallo moves back to a bench role. But it's also possible he, he, he's shown enough that he his increased usage and in minutes and run just continues. So I think he's worth grabbing at least taking a, a short-term look at and, and hoping that he sticks, you know, in the starting lineup or at least in a prominent role in the rotation. He won the 2019 dunk contest, which is kind of the only reason I think anybody has ever heard of him, if you have heard of him. Um, but obviously now he's turning into a, a pretty well-rounded player. Ken, who is available in 50% of leagues that you are looking at this week? Uh, this is also my dull suggestion of the week, which you know I like to do, Alex. Uh, I'm going go with Kelly Olenek, who's rostered in 43%. Boy, the poor Heat can just not stay healthy. Uh, we know there's no Myers, Myers Leonard this season, much to Shannon's disappointment. The Heat play four games next week, qualifies at center. I'm going to go with the clinic. Kelly Olenek is a nice uh, Band-Aid, especially if you need help at the center spot. Yeah, he's been good. Um, at least he's playing, right? Like last year, he was barely in the rotation. Right. Uh, but this year, I I picked him up in one league. He did good for me for a little bit. And Compliments um, Bam very well. Compliments Bam very well. Can hit from outside. Can pass uh, a little bit. Can pass, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, for my long shot, I'm going with Josh Hart uh, from the Pelicans. He had a huge game the other day. I think he had 17 rebounds. Uh, in a game against the Rockets, was that? Yeah, it was. He went for 20 points, 17 rebounds, three assists, two blocks, and a steal. Um, he's not going to do that every time, but he is one of the best rebounding guards out there. Um, people say, not not skill-wise, but people compare him to like the guard version of Charles Barkley. Um, 
it just he's out there getting rebounds as an undersized player. Um, not insane stats. Make some ill-advised shots. Yeah, but he's <laughs> I, he's basically nine points, eight rebounds, two assists, and a steal this season, which is pretty good for someone you know rostered in uh, less than twenty five percent of leagues. Uh, they need some off the bench too. They need him. Yeah, and I, JJ Redding I, might get traded. I just think Josh Hart sees that how porous uh, Zion's rebounding is, and he's like, I got to pick up the slack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Zion gets like four defensive boards a game, and Josh then is winded. Like, yeah, then he's just holding the shorts. Oh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a couple. I've got a couple yeah. long shots of the week. Uh, the first is actually just a toss-up of a guy we just spoke about previously, and I want to get your take on him moving forward. Emmanuel quickly for the Knicks. He is still owned in about 30% of Yahoo leagues. This is a guy who we recommended earlier, had a great stretch. You know, he's been one of the better rookies this season, but now you've got Derrick Rose in town. And exactly. quickly, quickly's minutes were already on the decline. What do you do if you own quickly? Are, are you dropping him? 12 team league standard leagues. I think so. Just, I don't know how many shots are there, you know? And, uh, I actually think long term, for, if you're a Knicks fan, bringing Rose in, not putting too much responsibility on the rookie quickly is a good idea because this, this offense is desperate for shots. But, uh, short term, not good for quickly, not good for fantasy, uh, managers. Yeah, he's, 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 he might be a hold if you're, I mean, if you have a good lead in your fantasy league, I'd say maybe hold him. Um, the thing is like Rose played his first game the other day. Um, and it was Austin Rivers was completely out of the rotation. Like Austin Rivers is just, I think gone. And people were worried about and quickly minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. really just Austin shot. I was high on him temporarily and I was wrong. He was terrible right. in the shot he got. And they just, yeah, one good they game. just gave him all the minutes he could take and they were terrible. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and there's still some room for Alfred Payton's minutes to get reduced. So I'm not panicking some, if I have quickly. Some chatter about Payton actually getting dealt, which yeah. that is the reason you hold on to quickly. That would open up a lot of time. I heard that as well, even though that's kind of counter to like them wanting to win. So there's a lot of like mis- obviously mixed messages coming out of New York. But I think he's a hold if you're in a really good situation and if you are desperate for climbing up the ranks i think you have to let him go um if yeah. you're in a standard league yeah if you're if you're 10 or 12 team league if, if there are top 120 players out there uh you you go and pick them up you replace quickly um deeper formats i agree uh, you know especially dynasty leagues obvi- he's an obvious hold yeah. um but then deeper redraft formats um he can't hold i'm skeptical just because of thibs uh history with rookies uh, I'm skeptical unless unless Payton gets moved or injured. I just don't think quickly he's going to see enough run to to even repeat what he did earlier this year. Um, and then my actual pickup is another rookie, Patrick Williams for the Chicago Bulls. Um, he's I been really, any problem seeing minutes, Patrick Williams. Yeah, no, they've been they've been dedicated to giving him boatloads of minutes since the jump. Um, you know, rather surprisingly, even over guys like Otto Porter. Um, and, you know, so he's locked in the starting lineup. His minutes and his production have both increased recently uh, over the let's see. We'll, we'll do the past five games. He's had 13, seven rebounds, one steal, just under one block uh, and just under one three pointer. 
Um, he's getting extra run because the Bulls are a little bit beat up right now. You have Otto Porter out, Hutchinson's out, Markinen's out, um, and also Wendell Carter's out. So he's getting extra run. I 10 team leagues, probably not worth it, but uh, 12, 12 team leagues, 14 team leagues, definitely. Um, he's been playing solid. The, it, there's going to be some ups and downs, um, as with any rookie. Uh, but the fact that he's he's coming close to, to 30 point outings on a somewhat 30 point fantasy outings on a somewhat regular basis uh, makes him a viable option in my book. 32 plus minutes per game last six last sorry five games uh, for Chicago. Yeah, they're gonna they're giving him all the time he can handle. Also, Otto Porter. Does he look chunky to you guys? I swear he looks 15 years older than when he was with the Wizards. Maybe it's a bad hairstyle, but he looks well, a little by, uh, barkly in a bad way. By default, the name Otto actually just, you you have like 10 pounds on every picture taken of you. <laughs> Ye old Otto, you just assume. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ken, who is, uh, who is your long shot of the week? I'm going to beat the same drum from last week. Jason Tate, Houston Rockets, still only rostered in 11% of leagues. He's shooting 62.5% over the last six games. Last night, he went 16 points, seven boards, two assists in their loss. He's ranked 71 the last 14 days in nine-category leagues. You know, there's there's a lot of time for uh, a lot of open spots for playing time in Houston. They're starting and committing to Tate. Still like him as my long shot. Yeah, yeah, especially as long as Christian Wood is out. Yeah. Yeah, and even after Christian Wood returns, Tate's been a state. You know, it seems like he'll stick in the starting lineup. Um, you know, you have House. Uh, House is there as well. PJ Tucker. Uh, you know, Tucker's going to get moved, don't you think? T- Tucker, talk. Tucker absolutely has to get moved. It, it honestly doesn't make sense um, for him to stick around. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if I'm not even sure what House's contract situation is, but he he's another guy where it wouldn't surprise me uh, if he gets moved as well. They know um, his upside, which is yeah. House is a fine rotation guy, but limited upside. And, and Tate's Tate's not necessarily young. I mean, he is 25. He's 25 year old rookie, which is rare. Um, but you know, he it's worth giving him more of a look than than these guys who. Their upside has already been well established. Uh, actually, I don't believe PJ Tucker is one of the few players in the NBA who who actually has a has a floor as as their ceiling. <laughs> I don't know how he moves around in his apartment. It's just right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Alex, who's your long shot of the week? Oh wait, you already, you already did it. Josh, Josh Hart. Hart. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I think that's no, it. That's okay. Is yeah, it we... time for DFS, gentlemen? It is. Uh, we have, it's uh, as usual, a big Friday slate, 11 games with no postponements yet, yes. as we always say. Uh, highest over unders, basically the ones that clear 230. Milwaukee at Utah, 233. I kind of feel like that could, that feels like an under to me, just right off the bat. Two teams that are pretty strong defensively, but they are Utah's missing Conley, Bucks are missing Drew Holiday. Uh, and then New Orleans at Dallas, 232. You can kind of understand why that is where it is. I don't I don't even know if I want to list off all these injuries. You are probably just better about, off. Can we Do bitch it. about the Wizards resting Beal? He last played Wednesday. His next game's at home again, midday Sunday. I know he's getting a lot of minutes, but come on. He's not even sniffing a back-to-back. He's not even traveling. 
Maybe it's a Baloney. mental rest. There, psychological psychological damage kind of rest. They're six. They're six and sixteen, and I think he's only sat like what two games so far this season. I mean, I, it'd, a, I, it'd probably be more of a crime if there were fans in the stands playing money to witness the Wizards, which is bad enough. But uh, anyway, I'm I'm going to run through this injury list because it is insane. Beal out, Paul George out, SGA out, Drew Holiday out, D'Angelo Russell out, Brandon Clark out, Marcus Smart out, Marcus Smart out, Conley out, LeBron probable, AD questionable, Aldridge out, Markinen out, Kemba doubtful, Devontae Graham questionable, Great Blake Griffin uh, doubtful, Wendell Carter doubtful. Fournier, questionable. Plumley, questionable. And Cole Anthony, questionable. God. There's, there's so many. There's so many possibilities. What's the uh, magic backcourt tonight? My goodness. Oh, they yeah. Mason. Up. My I, my guess is Mason's probably going to be out. You know, he left, oh, uh, left last night's game uh, after, what, like 30 seconds of play. <laughs> he was getting the starting nod for Cole Anthony. <laughs> so, I, I mean, you had... Ter- the, the one plus side of that is Terrence Ross actually played a boatload of minutes. He played like 40 minutes yeah, last night. Crazy um, shots. So you had Bacon and Ross uh, both getting like 40 minutes of play, and that's what the Magic will have to do again tonight. I Actually, the, mag- the Magic the be Even Michael Carter-Williams is dinged up. Yeah, everyone's dinged up. It's, it's <laughs> insane. All right, Alex, who's your first pick? Um, first pick is Al Horford. Versus the Nuggets, uh, as we mentioned, SGA is out. George Hill is out. And there are other guys questionable, like I think Isaiah Roby. Uh, Horford, 37 fantasy points per game across the past seven. And he's hit 50 fantasy points twice in that span and 49 once. I'm not scared of the matchup against Nikola Jokic. Um, and I think I think just at 6,200, he's just a high floor player who also has a good ceiling at this point. I, it's hard to go wrong with with Horford in a cash or a GPP. He was the first player I put into my lineup when building last night um, with SGA out. He's just been a stud. Um, you know, even when you know, he doesn't he doesn't need even 35 minutes to do it. Um, he had he had a 49 point fantasy outing two weeks ago with 29 minutes played. Actually. His 59 fantasy point outing was with 29 minutes played. Um, but with all the injuries for the Thunder, there's a good chance he sees more than that uh, tonight. So, yeah, he's 6,200. I was actually amazed that he wasn't in the $7,000 range. Yeah, and he's a he's a guy, too, we all know that they you can run the offense through him. You can pass him the ball in the high post or from the three-point line. He can be kind of a pseudo you know playmaker for you, especially when you know your your guards are out. Yeah. Uh, Ken, speaking of guards, who is your value play? Uh, uh, kind of the fence. I think I think I'm gonna pivot and go Colin Sexton, okay. 6500 at Portland. <laughs> Portland's on the second of a back-to-back. We know there's no CJ McCollum, so their backcourt depth's a problem. And I feel like Sexton's due for a return uh, to his prior stellar play. So I'm gonna roll the dice at Colin Sexton. I like Sexton at that price. Yeah, good, good option. Um, like the matchup too. Um, so I'm going to stick with the Thunder for a couple guys. I mean, there are other players who deserve a look uh, from that team. Kendrick Williams, he's 5,200. Um, he's, you know, with all the injuries, will likely stick in the starting lineup. Coming off a 38-point fantasy outing. Um, had a couple 25-point outings before that. I think, 30, you know, 30 point fantasy points or so in 35 minutes is about what I would project for him tonight. And then... My boy HD Diallo, 
He is now at point guard on FanDuel, and he's $7,000. Um, it's kind of pricey, but I still like him uh, just because they're going to have like a six or seven man rotation tonight. Um, specifically in the guard spots, he's going to be asked to handle um, the ball quite a bit. I don't know how he, you know, I would be amazed if he doesn't have 35 to 40 fancy points tonight. Yeah, the FanDuel kind of took the air out of the the like heavy value with him with the pricing. Yeah. So I, I could see, I think it's reasonable to pivot off of him if you're in a GPP. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still like him. Obviously that Denver matchup is good. Um, second guy I like, uh, Jordan Clarkson, uh, Utah against Milwaukee. Mike Conley's out for this game. And Jordan Clarkson's only 4,700. Uh, we've seen him before, you know, pop off when Donovan Mitchell was out. But um, when Clarkson has seen at least 30 minutes in a game, uh, which is kind of what we're projecting him for, he averages 33 fantasy points. And obviously at 4,700, you're getting a pretty good value there. And it's important to note that <clears throat> with Milwaukee, Drew Holiday is out. So he's not going to be shadowed by Holiday all game, which can lead to some bad games for opposing players. Yeah, the the Conley's absence um, is an interesting one because it opens up a guy like Clarkson. Uh, it really opens up a guy like Donovan Mitchell. And for me, Donovan Mitchell is the one who I you know for the Jazz, I it was it was it was uh, Horford and then Mitchell. For you know, Mitchell was the second guy I slotted in my lineup in the two games without Conley that Mitchell has played this year. He is averaging over. 20 more fantasy points on FanDuel. Uh, jumps up from 35.5 to 56.2. I, you know, I, I know it's not a great matchup. I think the the fact that Drew Holiday's out for the Bucks uh, makes it a little bit better, actually, because he's not going to have Holiday hounding him on the defensive end. Um, so just that jump, I mean, with Conley out, Mitchell's going to have to carry the load on offense, uh, handle the ball more than he, than he usually does, which is already a lot. So, you know, he's a guy who... You know, easy, easy 40 point projection for him for tonight with with upside to, to top 50 again, like he has done a couple times already in the past week. And is there anybody that's catching your eye? I mean, we have some bad defenses on the slate, like Washington, you know, right. we mentioned Denver, you already got Portland. Well, I'm tempted to see how uh, Isaiah Stewart might do in a second game. Uh, if Plumlee's out for the Pistons, 3,600, so cheap. Uh, but that's probably, uh, you know, need to follow the news call. Uh, both teams are going to be tired. It's back-to-back for Detroit and uh, Pistons. So a young guy like Stewart ought to get a lot of run. But that's yeah. if Plumlee's out. Yes. yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Stewart's about a fantasy point a minute for this season. So obviously, if he can start and see 30 minutes, you're in. You're, I mean, any, anybody who has a shot at 10 times value, it's got to be in yeah. your lineup. <laughs> I. If you guys can bear with me, I have a long list of other guys that I'd love to talk about for DFS. Let's do it. All right. So the other side of that Utah-Milwaukee game, Chris Middleton. He is he's the guy. He's, he's the actual guy to target with Drew Holiday out. With In the two games with Holiday out, Middleton's jumped up 14 fantasy points per game. Um, we've seen it the past couple games. Middleton's been great. Uh, you know, you have, you have Dante... And Bryn Forbes, those are two options, cheaper options as well. But but I really love the 50-point upside that we see with Middleton when Drew Holiday sits. Um, we mentioned Beal earlier. Brad, Brad Beal's out. So if DB's out, who do you go with? Westbrook. 
Westbrook's actually cheaper than he probably probably the cheapest he's been all season on FanDuel, uh, 8,700. He is cheaper than De'Aaron Fox, who has been on an absolute tear. Uh, but with Beal out, you know, even though I'm not a fan of the matchup against the Knicks, I like Russ Westbrook a lot tonight as well. Do you prefer uh, Westbrook at 8,700 versus Trey Young at uh, 10-1? I do, yes. Yeah, I do I do prefer Westbrook there. And actually, just in general, point guard, point, point guard is a pain to pick just two guys this tonight. <laughs> this this slate for point guard, I mean, I love I love the heater De'Aaron Fox has been on. Dame Lillard, same thing. You know, he is coming off the second game of a back-to-back. Uh, but still, with with McCollum and everyone else out for the for the Portland Trailblazers, Willard's great. Uh, West Westbrook, you know, Lamelo Ball. If if uh, Graham sits again, both Lamelo Ball at 7700 and then uh, Rozier at 6400 are both really good plays. Uh, Lonzo Ball, he's been on either 6900. Jamal Murray, probably the cheapest he's been this season, 6700. There's just so Dejounte Murray. He's been he's been ridiculous. Good matchup against Atlanta. Uh, there's so many good point guards to target. Um, it, it's absolutely, you know, it, it's 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 hard for me to just pick two. We need we need to go with the four guards, four forwards, <laughs> two centers. You know, I had Wessel Rusbrook on my original recommendations, and then that Knicks defense sort of convinced me not to, but uh, I just stuck him back in. There you go. Yeah, um, I, I like your your call of Chris Middleton for sure. I mean, over the past two games, uh, first game with Holiday out, 29 points, 12 assists, eight rebounds, three steals. Second game with Holiday out, 18 points, 11 rebounds, five re- or 11 assists, excuse me, five rebounds. Um, also, Bryn Forbes is pretty bad. Uh, yes. So like, I don't. Yeah, like as a Bucks fan, everyone who watches this team is absolutely desperate for someone to take his minutes. He shoots every time he touches it. He doesn't play defense, but, you know, he can hit some threes. I just wouldn't recommend him in DFS. Um, Agreed. <laughs> that's about it for me. I mean, I think I think I think you covered I think you cover everyone that was like really a standout like Julius Randle, potentially, you know, against the Wizards. But everyone knows the Wizards defense is bad. So some of that kind of goes without saying. Yeah, you've uh, got the the Clippers with Paul George out. Um, right. You know, obviously Kawhi's a better option with George out. Um, the matchup's great against Chicago. Um, I expect a big night from Kawhi, but he's also been priced up. He's up to ten thousand now. The the other option from at least the pat, you know, and then this is a surprise because he's been such a such a goose egg all year. Uh, Lou Williams is starting to come alive. Um, he has. Outings of 39 fantasy points and 42 fantasy points uh, in the past two games. Um, unfortunately, he's he's up to 6,500 now, so I think that prices him out. I'd rather go with, you know, if you're if you're forced to go with a shooting guard in that price range, I think Colin Sexton's safer, Gary Trent's safer. Um, so I'd go with one of those guys instead. But uh, I do think it's worth looking at that Clippers matchup with George out, the Clippers Bulls matchup. Because one, the Bulls are just so so weak on D, and then two, you know, on the Bulls side, there's no Paul George there, so so the Clippers are missing one of their defensive stoppers. It makes me uh, you know a little bit uh, more willing to go with Zach Levine or Kobe White. Yeah, this slate this slate is just wild. Um, it's going to be hard to get a, a handle on. 
Okay, let's move on to Ken's old man rant. I've got some old guy trivia first. I want to go into, uh, you know, I'm wearing the Bernard King lid today. Bernard had two awesome seasons with uh, the Bullets back in the day. I'm going back to his career stats. Sorry, four seasons. In his age 34 season with the Bullets, how many points per game do you think he got as a 34-year-old playing for the Bullets? Bernard King, Converse-sponsored legend. How many Uh, points per game? Points per game. 28. I'm going to guess. I'm going to go 21. Shannon nailed it. 28.4 points per game in his all-star, his lone all-star season for the Bullets. He had three all-star seasons prior, but 34. How about that? Then he uh, blows out his knee, and that's when Harvey Grant takes over for a atrocious bullet squad. But, uh, I, you know, wearing the hat today, I felt like I had to, had to go there. But all right, old man rants. Ah! Actually, I just have happiness today as I enjoyed fellow old men Charles Barkley and Carmelo Anthony talking after the Blazers win last night. Uh, I'll post a little tweet up on uh, the pod article on the site. Melo had just dropped a season-high 24 points, with not much else, uh, in 26 minutes off the bench for Portland. Uh, They're interviewing him after the game, and Charles says, quote, I could tell you when I had those flashbacks late in my career, you're going to be tired for the rest of the week. You know that, don't you? Melo laughed and said he'll be good. He's got a good glass of wine waiting for him. I will say this. If I have to rant, it would be, can we stop overrating points? Yes, Melo had 24 points, but in 26 minutes, he had no assists, no steals, no blocks, and only two boards. We do know Portland kind of low in assists as a team. Anyway, Melo, 36 years old, so I probably should cut him some slack. Yeah, I, I, they need Melo again this season. Like I, He's just getting jobs because <laughs> they need him so bad. Like if Bodies are dropping. Yeah, if everyone was healthy for this team, I think he'd be playing like 18 minutes. But if but you need Covington points, it hasn't worked out. Covington has not worked out as expected. He's Fantasy been, mu- he's been much better. He's been much better the past couple weeks. Uh, actually, like damn good the past couple weeks. Yeah, I think. Well, the blocks thing was huge for him, right? Playing center and racking up a ton of like help side blocks and whatnot. So now that he's more a power forward and small forward, some of those defensive numbers aren't. Uh, as easy to come by. I think for, for, I don't even, we might be on a new record for no mispronounced names in terms of week by week. Um, Diallo, I we haven't got Diallo right. So yeah, I'm Diallo. Gonna say HD. Yeah. I'm going to stick to HD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us on the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast presented by Bet MGM. Ken, take us out of here. Yeah, we're creeping toward the this time March All Star break. So let's go to Brooklyn. KD was asked about LeBron picking KD first in that captain's draft. Picked him first two years in a row for his all-star game. KD replied simply, what else is he supposed to do? Attention passengers, this three-car fantasy train wreck has hit the end of the line.
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.